What's up, everyone? Welcome to season three of the Syndicates. Eddie, John, and the birthday boy Vic, all back today. Vic, happy birthday! Happy birthday, Glad to Vic! Have everyone back and getting ready for another season of football. A little weird one, but hey, we're here. Thank you, fellas. Feels good. I feel old. Every part of my body hurts. I guess this is uh, forty. This is life now. Yeah, I'm catching up with you guys, man. I'm. I haven't been moving around as much as this quarantine, so it's been. Uh, I'm feeling the aches and pains now as well. So, guys, what have you been up to the pretty much this whole time, this off season? Uh, just sitting at home doing nothing. <laughs> Anybody got any fun stories they want to share about quarantine life? Oh man, I wish. I, John, you could share your maybe Vegas or kids stories <laughs> for me. It's just. Uh, Every day is an adventure, man. I got a six-year-old that asks me a question every two minutes and a two-year-old trying to jump off the top of something every two minutes. So 24-7 with your wife and two monsters, it gets to you, man. So I'm happy football's coming back. John, you got to tell your story about your little glitch you found in uh, in Vegas to get it right. I don't know, man. Is it too much? I, thought, I think it's too much of a petty story for me to tell. I, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to put it out there, what I did. I, I, everybody told me, everybody told me it was a really funny story. I mean, I guess I'll share it long, long story short. I was in Vegas and I found a, I found a, uh, a little glitch in their, in their, uh, in their house rules where I bet on a game that was suspended and they gave me the loss, which technically I should have took the loss, but looking at their house rules after being upset about it, uh, it, their house rules didn't match up with other house rules in Vegas where other house rules in Vegas would say, you know, to after five innings, if the game is postponed or suspended, uh, you know, the bet counts. It's an action bet. So my bet was the house rules of the book that I was at, which they have actually changed it now because of me, uh, just said postpone games after five innings. So when I, when I called them out on saying, you know, that, doesn't say nothing about suspended. They didn't want to, uh, you know, they didn't want to help. They weren't, they weren't, you know, receptive to me at first about what I was saying to them. So anyways, whatever I got, I called Nevada gaming commissions and they, uh, between me and them and, and the, and the book, they, they changed their rules and, and they gave me my money back. I didn't win the bet, but I just didn't lose my money. So <laughs> that's, that's what I was doing on a Sunday in Vegas, uh, because of, uh, you know, everything that's going on there wasn't much else to do in at that time so i was uh, i like your coach. r-rated version that you told us a little better but i love that a syndicate <laughs> member had a some book rule changes happen yeah, in vegas yeah and i checked amazing. it out it's definitely changed now and it, it they've revised it since since uh since that happened so that i thought that was pretty sweet but some people might think that that was really that was kind of petty on my part to uh to do that but hey whatever oh uh a win or whatever, a no action bet to me came out of it. So, yeah, no, no way. That's not petty. I don't think at all. Mm-hmm. Get your money back. Take advantage of them because, you know, if the rules were reversed, they wouldn't mind taking your money at any time. 100%, 100%. So, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So that was my story. Other than that, guys, I've been man. I've been just like Vic. I've been cooped up in the house. I'm, I'm a couple years behind on 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 where my kids are at uh, than to Vic. So I got to get some lessons from him. But I'm just hitting that stage where. Uh, you know, my kid doesn't know that she can die doing whatever she does. So she's just like, she's yeah. all over the place, man. So I thought they were going to be good when they were like six months old. I, I thought I had the best <laughs> kids in the world, but I guess I don't. I guess it's, I guess uh, you know, it's pretty normal now. So. You got to get to four, John. Well, uh, I'll definitely <laughs> give you some lessons. Four, I feel like it was a sweet spot for girls because then they're a little self-sufficient. So just start training them from now how to like do their own thing. And then when my wife leaves, I, I just have my kid do all her own stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> but now time. during COVID, my wife doesn't leave. So now I'm stuck. This is parent time <laughs> with Eddie, Vic, and John. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm just, I'm just the observer. You guys can tell the <laughs> stories. I don't have any kids for me. So I just listen to them. And all I have is my little niece and nephew. But when they get out of control, I just hand them right back to mom and dad. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So we got some games this week. No college football. Oh, we do have some college football, but I wouldn't say it's real one. So we'll just we'll just go through the NFL games this week and talk about the ones we like. Talk about each one of them. Do the usual. Break each one down, and if we got a pick, 
or something that we like, we'll point it out. So starting with the opener on Thursday, Houston is at Kansas City. I don't think there's going to be fans for this game from what I remember. Uh, I know some of them are going to have fans. Some of them are going to have like, I think I saw one yesterday is going to have like 7,000 fans, which is, I mean, that's pointless, but hey, uh, anything to get a little extra money, I guess, for the NFL. So Houston at Kansas City, open 10 and a half. It's down to nine now. So we crossed through that double digits into single digits. Uh, looks like the action's pretty split to start, but I guarantee you come Thursday, we know there's going to be so much money on Kansas City. Books are going to need the Texans. I personally don't really have a lean on this one. Um, after the playoffs last year and watching how Houston just kind of blew a 24 nothing lead, I don't think I could trust them in this spot. So Kansas City, they burned me way too many times in the past. Public's going to be all over them. I'm going to stay away from this game. Vic, your birthday, I'll let you go first and uh, <laughs> see who you like in this one, if anything. Thanks, man. I can't believe, first and foremost, I can't believe football's back, man. It's crazy that this day is finally here. I feel like the season snuck up on all of us, uh, whether it's gambling or fantasy, but I'm just happy to be back on with you fellas, and and I'm happy football is back literally tomorrow. So uh, percentages-wise, yeah, you nailed it. It looks like the public's on the Chiefs right now, about 60-40. Uh, the over-under is pretty evenly split at about 55% to the over, 45 to the under. So nothing too crazy, but you're right. I think by kickoff, you're going to see a lot of Chiefs money coming in. And it'll be interesting this year, man. I think there's going to be a lot of line swings. There's going to be a lot of movement, right? Um, so it'll be fun to kind of watch and see how we do and once we record and then what the final numbers are, something I think we should track. For sure, but I definitely cannot sit this game out because if I said that, then John's going to just yell and say, you're going to bet on this game anyway, so might as well make a pick, right? Um, and so I'll take I'll take the Texans. I'll, I'll go Houston plus 10. There's a few books, five dimes, bet us, some offshores that are at 10. So I'll go Houston plus 10 just to get some action, but I don't love it. Yeah, so I definitely because because Eddie already said you know he, he is not sure and you're telling me you're not sure. I'm like guys, the first I, it it hasn't hit. I don't think it's hit anybody yet that football's tomorrow. Exactly. Like, no. When, when when it shows up on your screen tomorrow and they're actually playing, it's gonna feel kind of funny for a second that like wow you know we're, we're actually you know we're back baby we're back in the swing of things. So I like this game a little bit, but. It's one of those games, and I've said this last year, I, I love betting these games. These, like, I'm always going to bet that Thursday night game. I'm always going to bet that Sunday night game. And, and when I say I'm going to bet it, it doesn't mean, like, I love it. I'm just putting it in to, to have a little bit of action on the game. So I like this game um, for, for a few reasons. But, again, it's not, one of like, it's not like our main pick. So we're just going to bet it because it, it is one of the – it is a Thursday night game and a Sunday night game. I haven't put it in yet. If it was a sharp pick or I liked it a lot, you know, I would have put it in when, you know, when it was 10 because I'm with you, Vic. I like the Texans in the spot here. It's the first game of the season. There's no crowd. You know, is that – that has to be adjusted into the number. And, Eddie, you're going to have to tell me who's, who's got a crowd and who doesn't. Actually – Probably doesn't even matter if you're telling me 7,000 fans only. Uh, so, I mean, these, these numbers at the, at, the, at the first week are going to be, I don't know, are, are they the same as last year? Are, is, the, is not having a home crowd pumped into this number already? So, I like the, the Texans here at nine, even nine and a half. So, I feel like this game is going to be a little bit closer than, than, than this number says. The, the line is what it is because – everyone's going to have the uh, chiefs in the spot, you know? So they're going to, they're coming off the Super Bowl. You know, they're, they're the team that everybody knows, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, all that stuff. So I, I like the Texans because I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Bill O'Brien will put it together a decent enough game plan on offense. Oh. And, and I, I know. So, and, and Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Watson is going to be able to carry that out. So they'll be able to, to, they'll be able to stay within this number. And, and you know what? I could be totally wrong, right? But, again, like I said, I'm, I'm playing this game because 
you know, it's the first game of the year. It's, it's nothing that I'm putting, you know, major money on. It's nothing that I even bet yet. Probably be something that I put in 10 minutes before the game. So I, I hate Bill O'Brien. I think we all do, but I will say Watson as a dog has done really well, especially against really good teams. So um, that, that's something to keep an eye on to see if he can keep that trend going. Yeah. I think what reminds me, what this game kind of reminds me of, it's a, a little bit of a different game, but when the Texans were home against the Patriots last year and they were on Sunday night football, I believe. And you knew the Texans were the right side and you just kind of had to hold your breath and they ended up pulling out the win. And uh, I think they, they didn't really dominate the game, but they played pretty well and wasn't one that you really had to be too concerned about throughout the game. But you know, yeah, maybe but we can get something similar like that uh, on the road here in Kansas city where they just come out, give a really good effort, good game plan. And, you know, Maybe Kansas City's kind of taking it lightly. Don't, don't have that home crowd to hype them up. You know, you know, it, it's always weird when you're probably, you know, out there celebrating your Super Bowl ring that you just got, and you know, there's nobody around to no celebrate there. with you. Yeah. Like, you're like, woo, woo, and then it's just crickets. So <laughs> one last, one last thing. If you guys are, are are saying, oh my gosh, how can I bet the Houston Texans or blah blah blah, I wouldn't take the Chiefs in the spot. And if you really want to play this game, and and you and you're leaning towards the Chiefs. Just take the over. You know, if they're going to have to cover 10 points, they're going to end up scoring, what, you know, 28 points or, or somewhat. Houston's going to put up points, too. There's no crowd. I feel like the defense is are going to be a little bit behind. So maybe the over, if you're not, if you're not liking the, my, our, our, our Texans take here uh, and, and you want to bet the Chiefs, I wouldn't take the Chiefs minus that many points. I would, I would actually lean towards the over. So. Yep. Yeah, and like like you guys were saying, it's weird that we have actual football tomorrow. Like it doesn't feel like that, and I think most of it is because we always bash on the preseason. But you know that preseason just kind of gives us that like that flavor that we that little taste of football before we actually get to the regular season and makes us want it even more. And uh, who would have thought would you know preseason games kind of mean that that much to you know how we perceive the NFL and how excited we get for it? But it's tomorrow, so. Well, we're getting ready. So it sounds like we all kind of lean towards the Texans there a little bit, but nothing too crazy. So we'll head into the Sunday slate and start with the first game at one o'clock. And this one's going to be the Dolphins at the Patriots. Again, I don't think any fans at this one. Um, plus six and a half is what I see out there pretty much across the board. Most of the money's coming in on New England. Surprises me a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, with the way that the roster is shaped out for New England. I kind of like the Dolphins here. I don't know how big if it will be for me. I wish it was a seven so I could get the touchdown, but six and a half, I'll still take Miami here. Uh, I mean, they beat them outright in the last week of the season last year. That was with a full team. Then, you know, they lose Brady and they lose, I think, six, seven starters on defense due to just the opt out on COVID. Um, this team is totally different. Their offense wasn't that great last year. I think we saw how exposed they were in the actual playoffs against the Titans. Uh, Titans came out with a great game plan. And I, I saw some chinks in the armor last year, and I think this is where we're going to start to see it again. So uh, books obviously don't want to adjust too much in the beginning for New England. Still have that uh, little bit of a bias towards them, inflating the number a little bit. But I think that's where we get some value here in week one because this isn't the same New England team that we've seen for the last 20 years. Knock on wood, hopefully, for my Buffalo Bills. But uh, <laughs> I'm going with the Dolphins here plus the six and a half. And if I can find any sevens out there, I will really jump on it. But uh, I like the Dolphins a lot in this spot. So, John, how about you? I love what the Dolphins did on defense this year. I I'm totally with you in this game. It actually opened seven, and I see it six and a half. And, and you, like you said, people are on New England, but money is coming in on the Dolphins. So maybe that's what shaded it down that that half point. Yeah. What, what, yeah, what the Dolphins did on, on defense this year, adding a bunch of, you know, cornerbacks and and um, and and – and linebackers to their team, they're going to be pretty good. And like you said, New England had a bunch of opt-outs. Are they, you know, you just don't know with Bill Belichick, you know what I'm saying? We're going to doubt him and whatever, and then, you know, they're going to come out and, and win big. But I don't see how uh, the, the, I don't see how New England is going to be able to, to cover this, this line, especially with that. Did we lose that. John? No, he's still there. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys lose me? No, I can still hear you. All right, cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm on Miami too. I, I'm probably a game I'm gonna end up playing. Like you said, it's at six and a half. I don't see any sevens out there either, but it did open seven and it went down. So I'm gonna be on the Dolphins in the spot. Love it, Vic. Can you still hear us? 
Yep, yep, I'm here. So who you like in this one? My bad. Dropped off for one quick second. I got my kid doing e-learning, my wife on a video call. So this is uh, life with COVID. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I like everything you said about Miami. I, I do agree. I think if there is a spot to fade New England, it's going to be week one. Um, I still think they get back on track, you know, once the season starts. Hoodie's too good to kind of go all out unless this is his plan and he made all those guys opt out because they're just going for Trevor Lawrence and then your life will suck again forever, uh, Eddie, with, with the Bills. But uh, Jacksonville yeah. my hope. Jacksonville, come through for me. Get him. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. So, no, I like Miami in the spot for all the reasons that you said. Um, they were trending in the right direction. They've always played New England well. I, I know that's usually at Miami, um, but in general, and the Pats are decimated. It'll be interesting to see how Cam Newton does. Uh, but I like the seven points. I'm probably going to wait till closer to game time to try to get to seven. Uh, but because right now it's all six and a half. But I do lean Miami here. When you're looking at kind of the public, it it is about – 52% New England, 48 on Miami as of now. So um, nothing too crazy, but I'm sure let's see what happens during it, you know, closer to game time. But I'm, I'm with you. I like Miami in this one. Beautiful. So now we got a tasty one that we were talking about a little bit before we jumped on here. We got the Browns at the Ravens. And this one I think does have fans, if uh, either of you can correct me, but I think there are going to be a few that are in the stands. Um, eight and a half is where it opened now it's down to eight i saw some nines it opened at um some eight and a halfs out there so it's kind of in that eight nine range for the most part as you could predict everybody on the ravens still from last year but man the browns in this spot i like it john i'll let you kick it off first just because you talked about it a little bit before we jump on yeah i i love the browns here they 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 redid their offensive line which was their major weakness last year so they're gonna what they there was a they played twice obviously last year too and they ran up and down the field one game against Baltimore I can't I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the second time around that they played but Nick Chubb well, was was, was it was the first one it was week five I think was it week I was, was in, it the first I was one? watching it in New Orleans I remember yeah, yeah. yeah. and Cleveland Cleveland ran away with it didn't they yeah forty yeah. to twenty five yep uh, I already like you know Cleveland's defense is good I I know Lamar you know is, is you know is probably on a mission this year but. You know, there's no, there's no crowd in there. You know, to give up eight, eight, nine points in this spot here, there's there's no way I, I'd be able to do that. I, I personally feel like, you know, if, if you want to even try it, you put a little taste on the money line. I, I will not be shocked at all if the Cleveland Browns win this game. So the way, they, the way they're going to be able to run the ball, uh, you know, I know it's a new offense. Who knows how much practice they, you know, they've all these teams have gotten. And that's something that we're going to all be, you know, picking up on at at the in week one but in this first spot here i keep going back to week you know week five last year when when cleveland won that game and the way they were able to run the ball they're going to be able to do the same thing with a better offensive line this year so give me cleveland give me the points and put a little sprinkle on the money line vic do you know if there's fans in this one uh i don't think there are fans in this one uh, okay because i thought i saw something about the ravens was like 20 percent capacity in a couple weeks ago but I you might be, be right, but I thought, I mean, as of – I remember in, like, August for sure, Baltimore themselves came out and said no, kind of like Chicago. Um, okay. Like the city, but things could have changed. I can't lie. I haven't kept up with the fan situation as much. Um, but I'll try to look it up while we're on this call. Um, I'm completely with John on the pick. I love Cleveland in the spot. We get some RLM on Cleveland. There's some reverse line movement. So it's about 55% of the public is on Baltimore, but 65% of the money is on Cleveland. And the line has gone down from eight and a half to seven and a half in most books. So give me Cleveland plus seven and a half. I think this game is going to come down to the end and it will be a, a fun one. I think there's going to be a lot of points. It's going to be fun to watch. So uh, I'll take the Browns. I know we, I've, all of us have been burned by the Browns a lot in the past, but this is a really good spot for them. Yeah, I'm all 100% on board with you guys, Browns all day. Uh, even what John said with the money line, I wouldn't be surprised if they win this outright. So if you want to throw a little bit on there, go for it. But, uh, yeah, they, they match up really well with them. I think they even played them tough the second game, even though they didn't cover the spread. I think there was a couple of late backdoor 
explosive runs that got Baltimore that cover, but it was a pretty tight game, I think, throughout the first three quarters, um, from what I recall. Plus, I think we're just, you know, buy low, sell high moment here where we're getting the Ravens at their highest and the, the Browns kind of embarrassed last year. But now we got Kevin Stefanski. He came over from uh, Minnesota where they ran the ball so well there last year with Delvin Cook. I picked up Nick Chubb this year in a couple fantasy leagues just because uh, the way Delvin Cook played last year. I think we're going to see something similar this year with him, with Kevin Stefanski kind of running that offense. So, yeah, I like, I like the Browns here. I think um, last year the Bills and the Titans gave everyone that recipe for how to play defense against the, the Ravens offense. So, um, yeah, if, if people can kind of mimic that, I think they know the game plan for how to stop Lamar in that that offense. But we will see. So. Speaking of the Bills, next up, we'll go to their game at home. No fans in this one. Six and a half point favorites against the Jets. You guys will be surprised, but I have absolutely no opinion on this one just because I know how big home field advantage is for the Bills. So probably wouldn't lay the six and a half here, but I think the Jets are going to be awful. Um, One thing I always talked about last year was how important C.J. Mosley was for them and Sam Darnold. Yeah. When those two were out, they were a completely different team, probably the worst in the NFL when they're in there, they're a halfway competent team. Uh, I think with Darnold last year, they were six and four or something like that. They had a winning record with Sam Darnold. So um, he actually is, you know, pretty decent. <laughs> I just feel bad for him because, man, that guy has a rough situation. They, they, that team gives him zero help, zero weapons at wide receiver. So um, I wouldn't want to bet the Jets here, but if I did, I'd probably say that's the way to go, but I'm staying away from it 100% because I still think the Bills win the game. So team that wins usually covers Vic anything you got on this one I absolutely love the under in this game man I know it's a small total about 40 points but I just don't see how the Jets score more than 10 points man Um, the Bills defense is going to be locked and loaded like you said I mean who look at Sam Darnold's receivers man let you nailed it he's a good he's a good quarterback I think he's gonna be good but look at who his pass catchers are. They're, they're all old, injury-ridden, or, or young, questionable guys. And Le'Veon Bell looks good, but, you know, Bills will easy be, easily be able to stop the Jets from scoring, in my opinion. Um, so I like the under, man. I don't think I want to play a side because of some backdoor stuff. It, but um, I like under 40 points in this one. I just think – I remember last year, and, and Eddie, you probably know this because I can't think of it to, off the top of my head, but – I remember at Bill's home games, they were allowing maybe like 10, 13 points a game or something like that um, against good teams even. So uh, to me, I'll take the under 40. I like it. Ooh, we're taking totals on the 2020 season. Uh, okay. <laughs> Gotta Changing change it up. up. Changing it up. John, how about you? Anything you got in this one? You know, this sounds weird, but I see some value in Buffalo here, you know, because I feel like maybe it is because there is no crowd that this line is not higher than what it is. But I mean, I love the way the bills are, are coached. Uh, and I, and I hate the way that the jets are coached. I always take a, I'll always take good coaching over, you know, over players. I, I really feel like the NFL is, you know, all these guys are in the top 1%. But, you, you know, you get a good scheme going offensively and defensively the way, you know, the Bills are. I mean, you know, I'm going to take them in this spot here minus what, what are they, six, six and a half? Yep. So, yeah, I, I like that. I, like, like Vic said, Jets are probably not going to score that much. So the Bills def- defensively are going to be able to, to shut down the Jets, which don't have, you know, much weapons offensively. I know, I know that Herndon guy is, is on a tight end is, is going to be – is, is, is supposed to be pretty good. But other than that... I think he got hurt again, John. Okay. Oh, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, look, I, I love Buffalo's defense. I don't see how many points they're going to be able... The Dutch are going to be able to score. And eventually, the Bills just, you know, will themselves to, to put in points up on the board. So... This, this is one of those games that sometimes I know, like, we overthink a lot of things, but I agree with you, John. Like, the Bills are just so much better, right? They upgraded at running back. Um, they got a great coaching staff. They've won at least nine games in two or three seasons in the, under Sean McDermott, right? And uh, I don't know, man. Like you said, without Mosley, the Jets were terrible last year. You know, Buffalo added digs. They're playing at home. I think most of their starters come back. So 
this might be one where you're right, John, you just take the bills and, and hope they come to play. And if they do, this one's going to get ugly. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Last year they returned 10 out of 11 starters on defense. And then this year it's the same thing. Star Latulale, he opted out on defense, but everything else is for their defense comes back and they added a few other guys for pass rushing. So their defense is pretty much the same as it has been the past two years, which has been outstanding. Same coaches, um, none of their coaches have gotten plucked away from like different staff. So normally after some success, you see like the OC get picked off or the DC, but no, they're still there. So they return a lot of people. I think same thing on offense. They're, they return like 19 or 20 starters out of their whole team. Plus they added Stefan Diggs. So yeah, they, they return a lot. Um, John, maybe, maybe what we do here is we, we tease the, the Browns up to 14 and the bills down to, Time to pick. How does that sound? Are you baiting me? Are you baiting me already? It no might fucking, be. No fucking dips, dude. Listen, <laughs> you know what you do? You know what you do? You take, well, I don't know if you guys are in suicide pools or whatever you call them. Uh, you, I like, I like Buffalo in a, uh, in a suicide. I call them suicide pools. I don't know. Survivor. Yeah. Survivor suicide, pools. Yeah. Call them. yeah. I yeah. like that. Survivor. Okay, I'm gonna go with that. Survivor pools. I, I like Buffalo in that spot. So fuck the dip. Take take the Bills in your uh, survivor pool. All right. So next up, we got a weird one. The, this is kind of a random game, but the Raiders at the Panthers. I don't think there's fans of this one either. Minus three for the Raiders. If anything, I would go Carolina, but I'm honestly gonna stay away from this game. So this is a skip for me. Either one of you guys got anything on this one? I no, not really. I don't. I don't like this. If if you put a gun to my head, I guess I'm. Gosh, I was gonna say Carolina, but not really. I don't know. I, I'm not playing this game. Yeah, Vic, you playing I'm, it? I'm not playing it. Same boat. I mean, usually Carolina is like the style of our pick, right? We like those three point home dogs. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is taking over, but just kind of wait and see with both of these squads, man. I'm gonna see how week one goes and kind of yeah. roll from there. The public is on the Raiders at about 70% and the lines jumped from one and a half to three since, you know, the number came out. So, uh, but yeah, I'll sit this one out. Crazy. I don't know how a game like that would get any type of action, but very weird. Hey. Yeah. So next one up is an interesting one. This is one I kind of had my eye on and it's one of those teams that I know John loves. Just kidding. <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons at home. They are, it was opened at plus one. Now it's at plus two, two and a half out there some money moving that Seahawks line. Um, so yeah, Seahawks are two and a half favorites is what I'm seeing right now at Atlanta and Vic, what's, what's up with that line move? Anything you see that caused it? Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. It's jumped around a lot because this is one game I've watched since it opened. So, you know, it opened at Seattle minus one. I saw it get up to like Seattle minus three and now it's settling at Seattle minus two across most books. And Probably as expected, there's about 70% of the public on Seattle. So, um, you know, you're going to get Atlanta as a home dog here. The money's pretty split, 50-50. And then the public is on the over at about a 65% clip. So the line is kind of settled in at two. Um, if I didn't hate Atlanta so much, I would probably take Atlanta. I'll wait to see what John thinks, but... I might just sit this one out or, or maybe make a second half bet. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely some value on the Falcons. I love Atlanta here, but John, uh, this is your, your team that you love to hate. So what are you feeling on this one? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a new year for them. Cause I, I'm in love with them too in this spot. I, I hate how many <laughs> games I, I hate how many games I like at one o'clock. I don't know. It's a board slanted this week that you know, <laughs> we talk about a few games and there's some that we haven't even talked about yet, but. I mean, there's like four or five games that I like at one o'clock when typically, you know, usually like one or two, you know what I'm saying? So I like Atlanta in this spot here too. So the, the, the public's all over Seattle. And, and you know what, guys, again, like I said, we're going to tell a lot from this whole no crowd thing. You know, we got, we got to put that into perspective that, you know, we're not – I'm still kind of basing these numbers off of the football that I knew, you know, the last 30 years of my, you know, of, of watching it. So, it's hard not to factor in the like bias, the, like that home field bias that you think about. But you, you 
have to factor it in this year. There's going to be no fans, so it's got to adjust it somehow. Yeah, I was watching that Navy BYU game. I, I had BYU. I, 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 it was a it was a great spot. So there was no crowd there really. And that Navy BYU game, I don't know if the NFL is going to be like this, but once the game started, God, if I could have put a you know a million more dollars on BYU, I would have did it because when the game started and they started hitting each other on the field, you can hear the BYU whole team erupting on the sideline every single play going like you can hear them just like so I, I don't know is that the new the new uh mode that we're gonna have to be in this year is to see you know who's more into it so I mean I like Atlanta here I'm basing it off of everything I've I've known for the last you know you know over 20 years of of, of watching football and gambling on it so We'll see how that works out. I know they're the, they're the team. Them and the Cleveland Browns. I just, gave, I just gave everybody Atlanta and Cleveland Browns. Can you believe it? <laughs> Some things don't change. So uh, let's see what happens. I, I think we're all on the same page here. Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons is definitely the way to go in this game. Their, their offenses, you know, they came, on, they came on strong at the end of last year. Matt Ryan, you know, you got, you got your whole offensive back. You got your, you know, the defense got, the defensive improved throughout the season. So. I just yeah. think that's the way to go. I like it. I'm on Atlanta as well. This is probably the one I was debating as a pick of the week, but I went somewhere else. So uh, for me, Atlanta, I love the spot. I love that, you know, Seattle still has to travel all the way to the East Coast. So that's no, you know, easy, easy flight to make. But, um, yeah, I love just the spot here. Atlanta added Todd Gurley in the offseason, so we'll see how much of an impact that has on their run game. Um, has all their weapons back. Like John said, they came on strong at the end of last year. Plus I just, Seattle, man, there's just something about them where I don't trust it. And I think they're a little fraud, fraudulent, but last year they were just covering numbers and they're a sexy pick for so many people. But man, there, there was a stat I remember seeing towards the end of last year where if you flipped every one score game in the NFL, they would have been the number one they would have had the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, I, I remember that. They, it was all Russell Wilson at the end of a lot of, lot of those games, man. So you're right. I mean, there's got to be some regression this year, right? Exactly. So. And, you know, their defensive line, pro football focus, ranked them the worst defensive line in the NFL this year. I mean, yep. you know, take what you want, believe pro football focus or not, but that's still something that shows how weak that their defensive line is. So it's gotten worse. They're – shelling out money in so many different positions that they can't really afford to build in certain places. So there's just, there's just parts of me that says, what is this team good at besides Russell Wilson? Yeah. And, yeah that's, and that's fair, really man. it. You, Their defense you, uh, isn't what it used to be. And told me I'm going to, I'll ride with the Falcons with you guys. Cause you're right. And I still don't, I still think that offensive line is questionable. I think, I feel like they've been working on that thing forever. So um, you, you've sold me, man. I'll ride Falcons with you guys in this one. Yeah, and you know me, I'm all about who wins the line of scrimmage is who, who's going to win the game pretty much 80% of the time. So yep. with the fact that their D-line, their O-line sucks so bad, I think that's huge. I wouldn't be surprised. I took them under on the season totals. So, yeah, I think Seattle's in for a huge regression this year, especially with all those one-score games that flipped in their favor. It's basically flipping a coin last year, and it came up heads 13 times for them almost. Well, probably not that many, but you get what I'm saying. So on to the next one. Are we at the four o'clock games yet? Nope. Oh boy. We, we, got, one, out of one. we got a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> we got four more one o'clock games. Oh yep. boy. All right. We got to kind of fly through these yeah. ones, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go. You know what? I think, I feel like that, like the NFL and, and like the networks just like they do this on purpose. So like that, just the what, just that one game at four o'clock feels, you know, like what everybody should be watching. So yeah. I, and I my head's going to be spinning in the witching hour. Right. It, it, uh, you know, that, 345 time frame, but hey, I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready for that itch again. So Philadelphia at Washington is the next one. Seeing some sixes, some five and a halfs out there. I know a lot of sharps that I know personally were on the Redskins in this one. <clears throat> Me, the I can Washington see how the – Oh, wow. Yeah, totally forget about that. The Washington football team. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of sharps that were on the Washington football team. And I – would agree with him. I'm probably not going to play this game, but if I had to take a gun on my head, I'd take the Washington football team. So, uh, Vic, you got anything in this one? That's still crazy to say, the Washington football team. Um, there's definitely some reverse line movement on the skins, man. There's about 70% of the Washington public. football team. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> it's so hard. It's going to take me a while. Uh, I just literally said it too. That's the funniest part. Because uh, that's how ingrained these things are in our heads, man. Um, but yeah, the Washington football team is getting some sharp action. The line went from Eagles minus six down to five in a lot of different books. There's about 60% of the money on them. Um, so I think that's a really good spot. I just need to watch Haskins play a little. Like last year, he was horrendous. I had McLaurin on my fantasy team, so I would literally watch the skins because they were the skins at that time, so I can say that. Um, And this Haskins would miss McLaurin by like seven yards, like over his head every single time, and I'd get so mad and like almost broke my controller one week because I lost by like a point. But So I need to see if he's actually made some improvements, if he has. And I think this is a great, great spot for the skins, but I'll probably set this one out. The Washington football team. <laughs> yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Did it again. Gonna, we're going to have to talk, to... We're gonna have to talk so slow during Washington football team games where we literally talk like this so that we don't slip up again. But... Yes, or you're going to have to start editing these. Uh, <laughs> I still call the Chargers San Diego, so. Yep, same. same. That's, that's fine. But John, you got anything that. in this one? I'm just going to skip Washington football team's game so then I'll never have to say you know, anything besides Washington football team. <laughs> there you go. I don't, I, don't, I don't like this game. There, like, I, there were so many other games, and this one's just thrown into them at 1 o'clock. I would say that Washington's you know, defense is not that bad, so I guess maybe, but I, I'm, I'm not playing this game. All right. Well, the next one I know you guys are definitely going to be playing because it's your two teams. And what a week one opener with the, your two squads on the – facing off against each other. So we have the Lions at home against the Bears, minus three. Uh, John, I know you kind of said you you liked this one in the beginning. I like the Lions a little bit in this one, but I'll let you kick it off since it's your team. Look, I, I'm already in, but I got one, so it's three. I'm shocked at it. Like, I mean, like, I'm happy that it went to three. Like, I, I feel like I, I, I did the right thing already by having the Lions already put in at one. Uh, you know what the funny thing is? I put the Lions in at, at one, looking at, at, at the – at the quarterback uh, play, and I'm thinking, oh boy, what if you know? What if they announce the quarterback, and you know, I, uh, you know, I, I, you know what? It turned out to work out for me the way I, I wanted it to. I, the reason why I put it in, but not for the reasoning why I put it in. I thought, I thought it would go up because they were going to announce, you know, what's his name, the quarterback, the other guy. Foles, the quarterback. So I said, man, let, let me get this in now. So, but the funny thing, I was hoping they announced Foles as a quarterback because I, I actually would rather be going up against Foles than Trubisky. So I guess the Bears kind of made the right play on that and that aspect of it, uh, uh, from my opinion, because, you know, this is like their last hope. You know, Tr- Trubisky and, and, and the coach are probably going to, I don't know, I guess they're going to go out together now. So uh, <laughs> I like the Lions defense in this spot. I think they're going to be able to to keep them in the game. And then what Stafford did when Stafford was playing last year uh, be, to, to move the ball up and down the field with the same coordinator that we had, you know, uh, with Bevel before, I think we're going to be able to play the game good. The, the Lions last year when they played the Bears, Stafford didn't play. It was, it was Driscoll. I mean – I don't know if anyone remembers this game, but Bears and Drew Blau, right, or David Blau? Yeah. It, well, no, I I don't think Blau played. It was the first time. It was the first time Stafford was out. It was like midseason, and yeah. Stafford was out, and they brought in Driscoll. I mean, we were in the game the whole time. The only reason why we didn't win that game is just because you know we were throwing, you know, you know we had our backup quarterback in who didn't know he was playing until maybe like the night before, so. And, and we hung around the whole time. So I, I like the Lions in the spot. The defensive, the, the defense that we have put together against the Bears, it ju- I feel like it just matches up well. So give me the Lions. I, I was going to make it my pick of the week because I, I had one, <laughs> but now it's three. So I don't know. Maybe I'll give it at the end. I, I might go Browns for my pick of the week, but I love the Lions in the spot here too. What, tell, right. what, tell me, Vic, what are you, what are you thinking? Man, it's a tough game to bet on. Uh, you nailed it. Trubisky's actually done well against the Lions. He has 12 touchdowns, four interceptions, 70% completion rate, 106.3 quarterback rating. So, I mean, you're right. He, he has done well. I think that's literally why they started him right. It's game one. Give him a shot against the team. He's done well. 
against there's no fans right or, or um so it'll be a fun game to watch man i think the bears might have a good season i know that sounds crazy but i'm actually a believer in their defense man I, the to me the defense got a lot lot better by bringing in quinn and getting rid of floyd um and now hicks is back in the middle so teams can't double triple team mac this year so i think mac has a good year that front seven's pretty nasty but the secondary is still questionable. Uh, we got a rookie starting at corner, so Stafford's definitely going to go at him. And, and this will be a fun game to watch, man. I don't. I think both the Bears and the Lions, I, as crazy as this sounds, and call it a homer pick um, for this pod, but I think both of our teams will be competing for the division this year, man. I, I see the Packers having a lot of regression, and I'm not sold on the Vikings. I know their D looks solid, but – uh, I think the Bears and the Lions will both be a lot better this year. And this game, literally at the end of the year, might be the game that, like, puts one of the teams over the top. So the line's pretty sharp. I'll probably sit this one out. It's literally 50-50 when it comes to the public as well. But I have no clue what the Bears' offense is going to be. Um, last year, the play calling was horrendous. Mitch wasn't good. Um, and, and so it'll be fun to watch, but I'll probably sit this one out. What do you think? Eddie, because you're kind of no bias here. I'm going with the Lions. Uh, that's kind of what I liked from the beginning. A lot of the same reasons that John said. So sorry, Vic, but that's the one I got. I like to for week one. So um, on to the next game. Maybe I should. Have you guys ever just done this? Uh, and uh, maybe this is a gambling thing or, or just a fandom thing. But like, you really want your team to win, so you bet the opposite, so that you're like happy either way. Oh, yeah. I've done that tons of times. <laughs> so, like, if Detroit wins, fine. Uh, I've won some money. If the Bears win, fine. I'm happy just because the Bears won and my Monday will be good. Yeah. And you still end up rooting for your team in the end instead of the money, which shows, <laughs> True. shows what happens. So, all right. I'm going to make an executive decision here. We're going to skip the next game, India-Jacksonville. Sum it up short. Jacksonville's a sharp side, but if you're crazy enough to bet the Jaguars, then go for it. So, Bingo. next one. Uh, Green Bay at Minnesota. An interesting game here. Uh, no fans again. Plus three, minus three. Minnesota's a favorite. Uh, looks like a lot of the money coming in on the Packers. Vic, what's up with the? You see a lot of that coming in on Green Bay as well. Yeah, it's sixty forty public, and then you also have some money on the Packers at about fifty nine percent. So the line was Minnesota minus three to open. It's at about two and a half now across the board. So to keep it short and sweet, I like the Vikings in this game. Um, I like what they did to bolster their D line. I think the Packers are going to have a huge, huge regression this year. They remind me a lot of the Bears two years ago. If you guys remember, um, the Bears rolled and then Vegas puts out like an eight and a half number, right? Similar. Packers go 13 and three, I think, last year. Vegas is now putting out eight and a half or nine as the Packers team total this year. Um, similar to Seattle, they won a lot of really, really close games that they shouldn't have won. They had no, in, you know, not that many injuries, turnovers. Uh, everything's going to come back to life. I think Minnesota eats Green Bay's offensive line. Their right side is super weak. So I think the uh, Vikings run away in this one. John, do you like the Vikings as well? I also do. I also like the Vikings. Yeah, I love betting these division games, man. But, again, like I said, there's no crowd, so we don't know what's going to happen. But, I like the Vikings defense. Everyone's talking about regression coming for the Packers, which I don't actually believe, but we'll get into that at another time. I still like the Vikings and their defense in this spot. I agree. Yeah, I'm on the Vikings as well, so we'll make it three for three there. And uh, pretty much what Vic said, I think the Packers are in for a huge regression this season. They're another team like Seattle where they're kind of, I think, a fraud. Don't do very anything very well. Defense isn't great. Offense is not what it used to be with Aaron Rodgers. So I am on the Vikings as well. Um, next one, I'm going to make another executive decision and skip this garbage game. Chargers at Cincinnati, pretty much same story as the last one. Cincinnati would, should technically be the pick, but if you're crazy enough to bet the Bengals without seeing anything, go for it. Next one, fun one. This is my pick of the week. I already pointed out Arizona at San Francisco. Love the Cardinals this year. Uh, I bet Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray to win the MVP had a feature on Arizona to win the or to go over their total. I love Arizona this season. I think they're going to be 
I wouldn't say what Baltimore was last year, but something pretty similar where they're going to come out and just shock a lot of people and play very well. Uh, I think in their division, it's going to be a little bit tough, but I wouldn't be surprised if they either win that division or at least finish second behind San Francisco. So uh, they played them very tough last year when they were young and not very good. I remember on Halloween watching that game. They won. Uh, they were in both of those games. Uh, they literally both came down in the end. And then uh, the crazy cover, I remember, where it was like a fumble that was picked up. It was one of those ones that was just nuts where uh, the 49ers ended up covering the second game, even though they shouldn't have. But yep. I'm on the Cardinals here. That's my pick of the week. So, John, how about you? You like this one? I like Cardinals. Man, it feels like the Browns-Ravens game to me. I can totally see the Cardinals winning this game. So, uh, I, I'm also on the Cardinals. I know you you said it right before we hopped on, and I told you I love the Cardinals too. So, that's the way I'm going to be going at 4 o'clock. Vicky, you making it three for three? I like the cards. I don't love it as much as you, but I'll definitely tail you guys. But I do like the over. I think there's going to be points galore. The Arizona offense is going to be a lot better this year. Um, but I think their defense is still suspect. And the Niners are going to be able to run the ball, put up points. Both of those games last year uh, went over 50 points as well. And so I like the over 47 right now. I like it. Next one up is the game of the week, and we got the Tampa Bay Bucks at the New Orleans Saints. Opened up at four and a half. Now it's down to three and a half. So uh, this one here, I'm going to take my bias out of it and let you two go first before I make my opinion. So, Vic, you, you can kick it off first with this one. Anything you like in this spot? So it's about 60% of the public's on Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is probably the most bet team this year. They're kind of the hot pick, right? Future Super Bowl game one. Um, I still like the, the Saints at home. I know it's not going to be a usual Saints ruckus, you know, rowdy crowd, but the Saints are still a damn good football team, man. Um, as bad as their disappointments have been the last couple of years, I, I like New Orleans in the spot, man. I, I think I love Tom Brady. I always have, um, but I want to see something from them first before I go against the Saints team at home. That is still a really, really good football team. I love, Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady too, but I don't even think Tampa Bay is making the playoffs this year. So, Whoa, that's a bold statement. It, it seems fair. Every team, every single year, that's the hottest team, never makes the playoffs, right? I feel like the team with the most bets, the most flash, the most signings. Um, so I think it's fair. I mean, I still believe in Brady. I think he gets it done uh, to where they're going to be in contention. But just week one, I'm taking the Saints. I'm going to reference my age here. I'll go all the way back to when Daniel Snyder still bought the then Redskins. Yeah. But he, he brought in Bruce Smith. He brought in Deion Sanders. He brought in, he brought in everybody he could. And and the Washington finished like four and 12. So, and they thought they were going to the Super Bowl that year. So, I mean, God, I love Tom Brady. He's such a winner. When you, when you just hear that guy talk, like he, his mentality is so completely different than everybody else's. But I, I mean, going back to me not me not thinking they're going to make the playoffs, I might change my mind after this game. But I don't think so. I love I love the Saints in the spot. Uh, I'm taking them at four o'clock along with there's so many games I like this week. It's crazy. Maybe because I haven't played football in so watch or bet football in so long. I'm end up on all these games. But is I this hope no special? Is this your special, John? No. No, the 405, we canceled 405. I know, week. there was nothing at 405. I mean, unless you want to go back to it. No, 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 I don't like that it's game. A three, it's a 425 special this week. No, no, it's not. But look, listen, everyone's going to be on the Bucks, right? So yep. it's, kind of, it's kind of like me, you know what I'm saying? So, but this is, the, this is the prime time game of the week. This is, this is Sharp versus Squares game. Everyone, everyone brand new, you know, there's books open all over. I'm going to be in, you know, I'm going to be downtown this weekend, man. I'm going to be at my sport. My, I'm not going to be sitting at home watching football on my TV. I'm going downtown with a, with a couple friends and, you know, we're going to watch like we're in Vegas. It's going to be kind of fun. So uh, it's, this is sharp for squares. I guarantee you everybody, when I get down there is going to have Tampa Bay, uh, you know, that that's brand new to betting. They're going to have, you know, you know, whatever amount on Tampa Bay and I'm going to end up taking the saints. I just hope that no, no crowd thing doesn't affect me. So, um, because I know that, you know, if the, if the Saints had a crowd in this game, I, do, would the line be any different? I don't think so. It'd still be the same thing. So, so I don't know. Hopefully that doesn't, that doesn't hurt us too much. But I love the Saints in the spot. 
Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in agreement with you guys there. Actually, I was uh, I, John. I was thinking the same thing about Tampa Bay in the beginning, and then I just see like their roster, man. And their defense really came along last year. It was like a, close to a top ten defense last year. We know their offense was always great the past two years. It's just James can stop throwing interceptions. So I think Tom Brady will take care of that. My only thing is that if you know Bruce Arians, you know how they were uh, last year. They're huge on the long ball, which is not really Tom Brady's suit. So I don't know. I'm interested to see how that ends up playing out with, you know, his style really not fitting Bruce Arians, I don't think. So I do know that Bruce Arians loves uh, veteran quarterbacks. So that's why he brought him in. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how good of a fit it is because Tom Brady's not a big deep ball guy. And I know Bruce Arians and the, the Bucks have been the past couple of years. So we will see. Uh, next up, Sunday Night Football. Rams, three-point home dogs against the Cowboys. Man, give me the Rams plus the three. This is another one I was considering as my pick of the week. So yes, I will I be it. all over the Rams on this one. Vic, you sound like you like it, so I'll let you kick it off. I love it, man. This is probably going to be my pick of the week. Um, 70% of the public's on Dallas. Uh, Dallas is missing two studs on their offensive line. I think the Rams' defensive line is going to eat in this game. And, you know, Jared Goff, love him or hate him, he's always done well at home compared to the road. And uh, so there's definitely some sharp money on the Rams as well. So I'll take the Rams plus three at home all day. Um, I, I just really think they win this game outright. So Vic, you, you said that they're missing two studs on the offense line. Glale Collins, he's out. Travis Frederick retired. Is there anybody else that's missing? Cause... No, no, that, that's it. But um, I mean, Frederick was accounted for. I, I thought Collins, it was the biggest kind of, I knew he wasn't like doing that well in camp, but to, for him to be out this close to game time definitely hinders that offensive line. This is not the same line that it's been the last couple of years that Agreed. we all think about, right? And now they're going to go up against this Rams D line. I think they're not going to be able to run the ball as well. Um, and, you know, he, Prescott's going to have to watch out for Donald all game. So, um, but yeah, that, that was kind of the, the new one, Collins, this week, a couple of days ago when it popped up. This like is a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, this is another sharp squares game, right? Everyone's going to be on the Cowboys. We all like the Rams. A couple reasons why I like the Rams here in the spot here. First of all, coaching. I'm not a fan of Mike McCarthy. I love this Dallas team. I love what they have skill wise. I know why they hired. I know why they hired him. He's kind of like a yes man, like the other guy was. And, and, that's not what they need. So um, I love the Rams here. I love that McVay is, is that, that there's not going to be a crowd. And people are sleeping on the Rams this year. McVay is an innovative coach. He knows how to, like, like and Goff needs somebody to just, you know, tell him what to do. So there's no, there's no crowd here, right? McVay's going to call the play. He's going to tell uh, Goff what to do, and Goff is going to do it. I feel like no crowd is going to help the Rams this year, but I feel like no crowd is really going to help them in this first game. I still like the Cowboys going forward throughout the season, but Rams in this spot here, that's just the way to go. So listen, if you guys are, are, are like, hopefully you guys before following our picks and, and you're winning and you get to this point here where you're not looking at this game and you're just looking at it and saying, Rams, Cowboys, give me Cowboys. Cause that's a square thing to do. Rams. I love them. Someone's going to make it their pick of the week. We'll figure it out. I think Vic did, right? Cool. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, at the end. But I think so. Well, I'm uh, 99% sure. I know you got Arizona. I'm waiting to see what John – I think John's going to go with Cleveland, which I also like. So, yeah. this will probably be my pick of the week unless you guys love it. All right. I like it. So, next one, um, we have the – oh, Monday Night Football. Okay. Yep. So, wow. Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh is minus six. It shot against up. the Giants. Yeah, it was three what? and a half. It was like three I, and a half or four to open, and now that's what I remember. That's ridiculous. Wow, uh, give me the Giants. I will be all over the Giants. Good lord, like John said, man, there are so many games this weekend that I like. Yeah, I might give out two picks of the week. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I might give out two picks of the week. So I don't hey. know. Maybe we can do a consensus one at the end because I think I know one that we'll all I like agree on. It. But I like damn. I'm, I'm like going to be on the Giants, Giants at here. Three. 
I looked oh. the Giants at three and then went to six. I don't know why it went to six. Maybe we'll figure that out soon. Maybe something happened. But when I, I love I love Giants when it was three. Now we're getting six. So like, and give me the Giants. I got to figure out why it went to six. I'm on I'm on Giants as well, man. I, I I think that they were competitive throughout a lot of games last year. Daniel Jones looked good. Barkley is fully healthy. Slayton, I think him and Jones got a nice little connection in camp. So. Uh, they should be able to keep up. I know the Steelers got a nasty defense, and, and they're going to be, they're going to be back a little bit this year. But Giants plus six at home, give me that all day. Love it. Um, wow. And then this next game too. I love Denver at minus. It was like minus one, and I love it. Now they're plus. What is up with the Monday night line movements? I'm just looking but, at these lines for like the first time in a while for Monday night, and uh. These moves, these have swung. Anyway, the Broncos opened at like minus three, minus two and a half, and it's all the way to plus two and a half, plus two. So I'm on the Broncos here. I Like I said, I loved them at minus one-ish or anything under minus two. In fact, I'm getting them as an underdog now. Von Miller's not that much what he used to be. He's not that big of an impact. I know he's going to probably be out for the season, but Denver's one of those teams I was kind of looking at where they got a young nucle- nucleus where they could, you know, surprise some people this year if they they play the right way. But uh Tennessee, 80% of the bets, Vic, is that right? 80% of the bets, man. You're right. So Give me the Broncos. Definitely, it's definitely Von Miller-ish stuff. Um, I forgot, like, again, sorry to the listeners. I'm not on point this week. It's my birthday, my kid's birthday, COVID, so forgive me. But I know there's a stat, Eddie, you probably know this. Broncos at home during the first two weeks of the season, it's something, like, insane. I think they're, like, 50 and, like, 10 or something. Um, and so give me the Broncos. I think they win this game straight up. Yeah, I'm going to have such a late Monday night. I'm going to be staying up watching this game because I'm going to have a ton of money on it. But <laughs> anyway, John, you, what do you think about this one? Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we had – I'm pretty sure Broncos played Raiders last year. And, I mean, I think we had Broncos and we were on the right side. Or I, I, I don't remember. I know I won that Monday night football game last year. It was Broncos-Raiders. I can't remember who won anymore. But I like Broncos in this spot here also. Uh, and and – what I tell you guys is I don't think this line is going to stay. It's going to, I mean, I know it's only two points, but if you're trying to get value, I bet you this goes back down to pick them. But by the time Monday night football rolls, rolls along. So I like the Broncos in this spot here too. Tennessee is kind of like uh, the, the, the flashier pick. And that typically doesn't work out on these 10 o'clock Monday night games. Wow. Yeah. So what a slate of games yeah, anyway. Guys, we didn't disagree at all. I think we got to like, do, I think when we come on next week, we got to be like, Hey man, I like this <laughs> side. You like that side. We love so many games, all of us this week. So let's just give them all out. Why do you think I skipped the, the Colts and the Jaguars? Cause I knew we were going to disagree. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, we, we agreed on a lot of stuff. So, all right, let's do this. Let's do each of our pick of the week. And then maybe we, since we agree on so many, let's come up with a consensus one to make it four picks for the week since we don't got any college this week that we're going to yeah, give out. This week. So, um, Vic, your birthday, you go first. What's your pick of the week? All right, I'll go with the Rams. Uh, I'll take them plus three at home and probably sprinkle a little on the money line. John? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Browns plus whatever it is. What is it? What do we got? I got eight and a half. Yeah, let's give it eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay, give me the Browns plus eight and a half. A little taste on the money line there too. All right. And then if you seven-point tease all of these games, then we're good. Three-teamer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals plus a seven. Uh, I wish I could get a plus eight, but I'll take seven. I think anything over a touchdown is good. So, yeah, I'll take the Cardinals there. And then for the consensus one I was thinking about, oh, man, I don't know if we want to dip into this one, but. I think we all kind of really liked Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. yeah. Would that you guys agree with that one? I was say was Atlanta, yeah. I mean, right. I like Atlanta. I like Detroit. I like Giants. I like Denver. Jeez, I like Giants, Denver. I, I like Giants, Denver too. Monday nights, man. We might have to tweet them out. Yeah, I mean those those Monday night ones look really tasty as well. Yeah. So yeah. the the, the prime time games this weekend are going to be awesome. I'm on um, New Orleans, man. Don't we love New Orleans? I I do. I love them. I'm I'm a little iffy on that one. So. Okay, let's. I mean, I love Atlanta, so let's go Atlanta for. Okay. For, yeah. That was one I think that kind of jumped out of me is that we all agreed on. So hopefully they they don't bite us in the in the, the ass like they have in years previously. But um, so yeah, that's week one, fellas. I mean, we're gonna work on this week. We have a couple things to work on, especially with that Washington football team name. 
got to make sure that we, we say the proper name going forward because that's going to throw us off. We didn't get the Jerome Boger uh, game in. Do we know where he's at? I know we got to go. Do you, oh. know, do you have any idea where he's reffing? Yeah, I can tell you here in one second. But uh, let me pull it up. Hopefully it's Atlanta. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, Atlanta. Man, that would, All right. That so would be awesome. Week one yeah. NFL referee assignments. You know. I wonder if he retired. No, he's still he's got to still be there. <laughs> uh oh, guess what game he's got? He's got the prime time. He's got the big game of the week. Jerome Boger is at New Orleans this week. Yes, <laughs> I got the Saints, baby. Oh man, there are so many games we like this week. So let's tweet it out. We'll 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 talk about all of them and uh, just follow us on Twitter and social media, and we'll we'll yeah. And if you guys can games. like our podcast, if you guys are listening to us and you can like it and and maybe like leave a comment or any suggestions, we'd appreciate it too. We're going to try to get this going for you guys every week. So thanks for listening, yeah. all that good stuff. Hopefully we'll have some good news coming in the next couple of weeks, but we will see. Um, but yeah, anyway, guys, good luck this weekend. And thanks for everyone listening. Happy birthday. Yeah, follow Vic. us. Happy birthday. Follow, Vic. Us at, follow us at the syndicates pod on Twitter, tweet us. We will hit you back. And thank you fellas. It was awesome to be back. Good to talk to you and let's win some money this weekend. All right, guys. Yes, sir. Later. See ya.